Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle, War Report family? It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are here with another morning drop. Today, we're reacting to the press conference, as always, like we like to do here on Tuesdays for the morning drop. A couple of comments from Coach Hugh Freeze in regard to injuries and talent and rotations. We definitely want to get into all of those things, but y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. Now listening to the Wall Report. Morning drop. It is Tuesday morning in September the 19th. And uh, we're here to talk a little bit more about Coach Hugh Freeze addressing the media yesterday leading up to the Texas A&M game. I am joined by my guy, B-Will, this morning. B-Will, how you feeling? Feeling all right, man. Ready to talk about what Hugh Freeze talked about mm-hmm. yesterday in the Monday morning press. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about what was talked about so we can get our talking points <laughs> together based on his talking points and know mm-hmm. what we're talking about when we're talking right. about Texas A&M. <laughs> exactly we talk about practice or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is exactly how this is going down. You guys need to be doing the necessary when you're in here, and that is sharing this video. Go ahead and mm-hmm. get your share on so someone else can come in here. Maybe this is the first time they've had an opportunity to hear about these young men called the War Report that are talking yeah. Auburn football. Maybe they've heard about us and they they've strayed away from the from the lights. And you need to be the evangelists out there preaching the gospel of the War Report today, saying, "Come here, young men, talk about Auburn, the team we love." Or maybe you're the team you hate. Maybe it's a Texas A&M fan that needs to hear B-Will talk about Jimothy. Hey, now that'll be a good time. Go ahead. They all agree with me at this point, <laughs> especially if we beat them on Saturday. They're going to be on board. Go ahead and share this video and make sure that they are once again part of the folds. Bring them into the flock. Like the video if you're in here. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. The doors 
of the church are open. <laughs> if you're listening out there on podcasts, I need you to do the necessary. Let's give us a five-star review. You can share the podcast as well. You know, I know you're listening to this a day later. You know, maybe you want to come over to the YouTube and listen to it the day of. But if you listen to the day later, you can go ahead and give us that five-star review. Share it with somebody what we got going over there on podcasts. And we appreciate all of those things. But let's get into the comments here from Coach Hugh Freeze and what he had to say. Uh, before we get into the actual clips, B. Will, just kind of thoughts on what you heard from Coach Hugh Freeze overall. We'll react to some specific things here in a moment. But just thoughts mm-hmm. on what you heard from the coach. It, it sounded like I don't want to say he was trying to temper expectations. I don't know if that's. Really oh no, that's what exactly what it sounded like to me. You can go ahead and say it. If you're not gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. But go ahead. I'm, I mean, so okay. I don't expect us to go down there and get blown out by, mm-hmm. like, it, it shouldn't be more than a two possession game. All right. However, I don't. I don't. I don't look at him trying to what he was saying as tempering expectations because I actually think he's absolutely correct. Oh like, yeah. These are real reasons why. We aren't going to be at our best. Look at these injuries. Mm -hmm. Yes, he played well, Peyton Thorne, but he also had some mistakes still. We're taking this show on the road because it's time to, but that's not because he is completely happy with the team and where we're at right now. We have some things that we couldn't help. Again, injuries being a big part of them. Very experienced players. If we're losing our best guard or has been out in studs, one of our best defensive backs in, in Keontae Scott, we don't know if, if uh, Keys would have been a a great linebacker so far in the system because he barely got a chance to be on the field and show it. We are missing significant pieces right at the time where things should be ratcheting up. It's a concern. He's concerned about it. We're concerned about it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with making that plane. I mean, nobody's saying there's anything wrong with it. I think that's a statement of fact and reality. I don't know if he's saying it to, hey, y'all, calm down, or if it's just, hey, I'm looking at what I've got and this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I I do think it's a tempering of expectations out there. And I do think that he is it's well, let let me not even say tempering. Let's let's say a resetting of expectations and saying, listen, I get it. We're undefeated so far. You're feeling really good. But let's be clear. It the season really starts this weekend and the talent level ratchets up after this. We've got a tall task ahead of us, but mm-hmm. let's let's hear him talk about it a little bit because we did want to get into it. He specifically talked about the talent gap between Auburn and what the next three opponents that Auburn has have been stacking over the past couple of seasons. Let's hear Coach Hugh Freeze. Uh, it's a great concern. I, I want to be really clear. You're, we're playing a team. Uh, I've, I've, I'm, I'm probably too candid and honest sometimes for some people, but let's let's just be really clear we're getting ready to play three teams that have over the last four to five years ranked in the top seven to five in recruiting all right so you're playing the best recruits in the nation and um we're going to be there soon and that doesn't mean you can't compete and doesn't mean you can't win the game and all of that but there's a reason they're third in the nation in, on third down defense is they've got a bunch of five stars in the defensive line and at linebacker and at safety and at corner. I mean, they're really, really talented. And when you put on the film, you see that. I mean, their they're closing speed's incredible. Um, they're physical up front, and it's, uh, it's a tall, tall challenge for us in year one to, to – you know, to stand toe-to-toe with A&M and Georgia next week and LSU the following week, that it's, um, 
Um, it's our goal to get there. But that's what reality is, is, is we have, we've had about eight months to recruit a half a class. And, you know, these others have been stacking it. And um, that's why they're ranked third in the country and third down defense is they're incredibly talented. Yeah, so he talked about the talent disparity as far as the depth is concerned, right? We know that Auburn's got good starting pieces as far as talent, but there are some depth concerns there, especially considering injuries, which we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But that did sound like a coach that was trying to tell people, hey, listen, we, we've got some work that we've got to do from a talent perspective. Um, now, some have interpreted this as him – uh, expecting to lose these games. But what, what are your thoughts on what Coach Hugh Freeze just said there as far as the, the question was asked? Let's give con- context to the statement. Uh, Texas A&M is ranked, I forget what they are ranked third. right now, third in the country on third downs uh, defense, right? And what does that mean or how? what kind of preparation is Auburn doing with trying to do that? And he's like, well, we got to get into third and short and make it where it's less difficult for us to be able to convert on third down and he talked about the closing speed of the athletes and and just on film you can see that there's a difference in the talent of what they're looking at no disrespect to cal but disrespectfully cal you didn't scare hugh freeze apparently with the talent you were putting out there um but he's like that's it that's why they are because they've got so much talent but what were your thoughts about this i mean i thought he was spot on he he understands the challenge in front of him we know how much hugh freeze values talent he's made recruiting the number one priority so obviously he thinks more than coaching people up it's i need the best players yes i can and getting the best players experience like he's he's been effusive in his praise of the younger players but he's also said they're young like they're they're gonna mess up they're gonna get out there and even though we've got some talented freshmen they're gonna be you know deer in headlights a little bit so it's gonna be growing pains I, i guess what any coach wants ideally is you've recruited a bunch of studs they come in, they they cut their teeth, and they make their mistakes. And then the next year, they're studs with experience, and they're still in your system, and they're still on your team. And you got some studs coming up behind them so that when those prime studs get hurt, you got your secondary studs that are now in position to <laughs> learn. Yes, but they're super talented. So we're not in that position. Hugh Freeze is letting us know that. We've got very young players in the wings that are waiting. Some are already been thrown into the fire like a K and Lee. Um, we may have to to get, dig a little deeper. I think Jaden Muskrat already got in mm-hmm. on the offensive line, and he's technically a redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. We, we are going to have to dig into our depth at many places because some of our best players are getting hurt. And fortunately for us, we're in a position where a lot of the guys that we got that are contributing weren't like super all-star recruited players. They have turned into those players in college. Keontae Scott was a Juco guy. Donovan Kaufman was, I think, a a three-star, and he was at Vanderbilt. These players are outstanding football players for us. We're short on that experience and talent, and now it's down to the guys who have the build, who have the makeup for it, but they don't have the experience. So bear with us. We don't have those experienced studs sitting behind experienced studs. We're a bit away from that. So just buckle up for the ride. I I don't think he's making excuses for a loss. That's not what I'm hearing at all. Mm. We saw that A and M could get got. Like that's we football is still football. All right? right, better teams lose to to or let's say talented teams lose to less talented teams all the time. Right, because coaching is a real thing. Right, I think Hugh Freeze has confidence in his and his staff's ability to coach and plan and scheme, but. 
you, you put it in the hands of players, they have to execute that. They have to understand. Peyton Thorne is making passes, ill-advised passes into tight windows. What happens when those all the players surrounding those wide receivers are even faster and bigger and stronger? It gets even more difficult to do. So he's got to coach his guys, or our guys. I don't think this is a, a excuse, though. I think this is just very realistic. He's very, very honest, and mm-hmm. he's very candid. That's what he said. He says, some people that. feel like he's maybe too honest about how he thinks and feels about things. And he was being honest, and he's saying, listen, you know, as far as the talent rating coming out of high school, they've got more of those guys than we do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a challenge for us, um, you know, I do think he's doing a little bit of – I still think Hugh Freeze has a little bit of that, oh, shucks, man, I'm just happy to be here. I hope we can I hope we can figure out a way to get a win. Those guys are darn talented. And then behind closed doors being like, hey, man, people think that you're not you're not able to, to go out there and get a win versus these guys. Let's just see what we got. Yeah. 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 So – That could be part of it. Yeah. Uh Speaking of needing to or or having really baptism by fire coming up because of the necessity, he talked a little bit about the injury concerns coming into this next game. Let's hear his comments there about injuries and how he thinks it's going to impact the games. Yeah, that's a great challenge. Uh, we got to get some young guys ready, and uh, they're going to get baptized uh, into the SEC pretty good in, in front of uh, A&M's crowd and, and the talent on that team. So, you know, Keontae – we went through, he's, you know, Xavion and Stutz didn't finish the game the other night. So don't really, don't really know where, where they stand right now. I think DK will be fine. Um, but, um, boy, we, ne- we need all these guys come Saturday. So hopefully uh, we'll have a good week of, of rehab and, um, and they'll be ready to go. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's concerning right now, the list that they, they give me this morning. So talking about the concerns that he has about the injuries, um, you know, Keontae Scott, of course, had surgery. Uh, so prayers for him and his recovery with that. Yeah, Not sure. sure how long he's going to be out. And, you know, DK looks like he's good to go. You know, I did see him at Tiger Walk before the last game, and he said he was good. So more precautionary last week than him being in some sort of long-term evaluative process. So he should be fine to play. Um, had an opportunity to see Caleb Wooden go out there and play a little bit at the starbacker position. Um, Nehemiah Pritchett, not sure what his status is for this weekend, but I think he should be getting to the place where he's ready to work himself back into that rotation. So that's going to help, especially considering how well I think that JD played on the outside. So he's going to be getting some more snaps and rotation in there, but Austin keys, of course, not able to play yet. And when you get into sec play, having a guy who's been in sec play, it's a benefit for you, right? You want to be able to lean on guys that you know have been through these types of environments before, and we're honestly shorthanded on those sorts of things. And so he talked about the baptism to the SEC by some of these young guys. Uh, Thoughts on the injury concerns there that Hugh Freeze expressed? I mean, of course he's right to be concerned. Not only are we losing depth, but we're losing our most experienced players because that's who was on the field for us. Going on the road then, with new pieces. I think that's that's probably more concerning than anything. If you had a week to play and play at home in front of this crowd where the players would be most comfortable than the younger players would, then maybe you worry a little less. But you you have to then pare that down 
to taking a few less players with you anyway. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they're going to be in front of what's a very, very large crowd. I don't know if it's the most intimidating environment. We've heard that it is not. However, it's still facing the best team that you faced in the least uncomfortable, least comfortable environment that you've been in. That's not the recipe for success when you're talking about breaking in new players and new pieces. But this is where the coaching comes in. Nobody is exempt from this. Everybody's dealing with this. People have players going down every week, right. every team, uh, whether they like it or not. This is a part of the game. Hugh Freeze knows that. The, the players know that. And honestly, I, you of course, you hope that no players have any serious injuries that they can get back on the field in short order. But the experience of being thrown into this fire is going to tell you something about the players that you're gonna about to have to put on the field. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out something about these guys soon. Like, I don't know if they plan on playing K and Lee as soon as they did, but Pritchett was out. Well, it's time to go. K and Lee, let's go. Uh, big Ohio State flip force, high four star, whatever he was, let's get on the field. And you realize you got something. Hey, right. all right, he looks like that dude. They're about to find out more very quickly, and hopefully that pays dividends when the other guys come back. You got some guys who are ready, waiting in the wings to contribute, maybe without other guys having to get injured again. Hey, just let's rotate, guys. Now we got more options. So looking at the bright side, it's going to pay dividends later. But right now, going into SEC play with new pieces, man, it's going to be rough. Yeah, it is concerning. And he talked about a, a little bit um, – the question was asked of him about how many guys he had been rotating in and out so far. And he talked about, listen, uh, almost like you you see with, uh, you know, playoffs where teams are like, OK, we're going to shorten our rotation now. He's talking about getting into SEC play. We're going to probably lean more on our more experienced guys and less trying to get guys reps, all this sort of thing. So we can expect shortened rotations. Quick clip of him talking about that. And then we'll uh, get you guys comments in the chat after we get back. Well, two of the three games, we've played a lot of kids, and so that's helpful to get live reps. Will it be different at A&M? Yes. It's a different uh, skill set they're going to play against, different environment. Um, and I, I don't know exactly how they'll respond, but, you know, we're forced into it at some spots, truthfully. And um, we're going to have to find out. Uh, they're going to have to grow up pretty fast. So talking about, hey, listen, man, I know we've been playing a lot of kids, but right now we're we're gonna we're gonna lean more into some of the guys that we know. So this was about kind of the the thought process that Coach Freeze had maybe been holding something back, right? Like, have we been holding some things back, uh, and do we have some more in the tank that? we haven't shown so far and he's going to get into doing some things that haven't been out there. He's like, look, man, we haven't, we, you'd want to get out there and practice some of that stuff, but we've been trying to get guys some experience in case we needed them. And now we're going to need some of them to step up and come out here yeah. and play. Uh, so definitely feels as if coach freeze understands who his guys are. And we're going to see those emerge a little bit more in this game coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I want to see these guys that have been getting the steps. We we may have found something in, in several pieces over the course of the first few games. Asante at linebacker is one of them. Um, K and Lee at the corner, we already talked about that. I mean, there's a chance we – I don't know what, what the status of Pritchett is, but he's sat out the first few games. Mm -hmm. I mean, he actually gave it a go. They said he was warming up last game, I believe. So, he was in uh, street clothes still, but he uh, – I mean, I think he did go out there and try to run around a little bit. Yeah, but they still yeah. – he, he didn't dress out. Right. Okay. So, I mean, another week, who knows? We might be able to get a little reinforcement back. But, yeah, on the road is when you lean on the guys who know what it's like. So, 
he, I, I don't have any problem with the way Hugh Freeze has been managing or communicating how he's managing the roster. It's honestly refreshing to hear a guy make a lot of sense <laughs> when it comes to this because all the other players, oh, we got to play better. Well, the, the coaches, whether it was uh, Gus or, or Brian Harson, oh, yeah, we got to go. We're going to play. Like, yeah, but okay, obviously. So what's up with these players that we're going to be missing? Though? So Hugh Freeze is very forthcoming with that. And I appreciate that. Yeah, he's definitely been, like I said, honest to a fault. Here. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by. Become a member and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Let's get over into the comment section because we want to hear what you all are buzzing about this morning here on the morning drop. We will start as always with our super chats and Austin gets us kicked off and says, I can be will just watch someone embarrass himself on a video predicting that Auburn would lose all SEC games. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They watch the other teams in the conference, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Arkansas. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> I don't know that I even want to give that person in a video watch for that, but uh, and and I don't want to give them the the satisfaction of hearing me say their name on here. Yeah. Uh, but okay, that's a uh, that's a take. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it moving. Yeah. P. Pass jumps in and says, "I prefer not to hear about whose uh, talent level is what from coach. I understand." It's trying to temper expectations. You know, I I am always going to be of the mindset that saying what's on your mind is is that's how I operate. Like Ike will call me and say, "Hey, um, do you have any ideas for this?" And I'm gonna tell Ike how I got to the ideas I have for that. He's probably like, "Man, just tell me what I want." But I I want to lay out my thought process because honestly, it helps me stay present and really come up with new ideas as I'm thinking through how I got to the point. I really don't mind this. And even this, I can say, yeah, I'm a little concerned, but that doesn't mean I, I don't think I can knock it out the park. That doesn't mean I don't think I can hit this deadline. That doesn't mean that I don't think we can execute this idea. Staying communicative and staying open with what you're thinking is a healthy way to work, in my opinion. And that's, I, I very much appreciate that without, about Hugh Freeze. I don't think this is an excuse or him even, like I say, I don't think he's tempering expectations. I think this is what he thinks when he thinks about the matchups in the game. I'm concerned about this. What he's not going to say is, oh, I definitely think we're going to kill him with that because, you know, you don't want to give him bulletin board material, but that stuff's going on in his head too. Oh yeah, we could definitely take advantage of that guy if he's still out on the field. I just don't think he's giving us all of it. So, yeah. yeah, I definitely appreciate that from you. That's why I said I think a little bit of it is like this okie doke like, man. You know, hey, listen, man, we're just <laughs> glad to be here, man. Just, I'm just happy. I'm happy they even consider us a part of the SEC still. I mean, look <laughs> at all the ta- Gosh, look at all the talent over there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how it pans out on the field. Um, Lloyd O'Daniel says, by the way, Robbie played like an actual QB on Saturday. I'm very happy to say that first time I've seen it. Um, 
not the first time I've seen it. LSU last year, I think he played like an actual QB and did fairly well with that. You know, he was and and very early in his career, early in the game, Missouri, I think he played like an actual QB pretty well. That first drive, he did really well. Uh, he has had his moments where he's done well throwing the football um, in his career, but. I did like what he was able to display this past weekend against Samford uh, from a throwing standpoint, understanding where you need to go with the football, accurate delivery on the passes that he threw out there. So congrats to Robbie for continuing in his maturation process. Yeah, for sure. For sure. John Brandon says, Freeze sounded like he hopes to win but expects to lose this weekend. I, I Expects to lose is strong. What, what he hasn't told us and what he's not forthcoming with is what he actually thinks of the opponent. Like, you can say they got a lot of talent. That's why they're good on third down defense. But what about their third down offense? What about their first and second down defense? Like, are are they great on third down, but you can get a lot of yardage on them on first and second down? Like, he's not telling us everything he thinks. He's being forthcoming about some things, but not other things. So if you see some disadvantage, like, he was not down on Cal before the game. But after the game, he was like, man, I thought we'd score 30 or 40. Yeah. Right. Now, he didn't say that before, but he thought that. Correct. He had seen the film. Yeah. He knew what yeah. was up, what, what they could not stop, which and, is why. And that's why I say what I say. Right. Because it's clear he is going out there and he's like, man, we could we can mop these dudes right here up. Mm-hmm. You never heard that level of, he was like, that, that kid at running back, he's really talented, man. And, you know, yeah, the their defense and da-da-da, you know, you're, you know it's going to be tough. We got that travel schedule. But then after the game, he's like, man, that didn't go how I thought it was going to go, man. I thought we was going to kill him. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I thought he was going to go out there and put up a bunch of points. Right. And he probably thought his defense was going to give up more points. They were going to have to sco- outscore them, honestly. Yeah. Um, but they won. So to your point, he's not, he's not telling you everything he's thinking, but he right. is being honest about some of the things that are in his mind. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Auburn Dad says, man, being without Keys and Scott for the m- most of the season, I hate that for our team in the future with it being a last season. Yeah. yeah the last yeah. season for them. For them, yeah. For them. Keontae Scott still has another year of eligibility, so he could come back again if he would like to. Austin Keys, I'm actually not sure about, but yeah, uh, definitely hate it for those young men. Yeah. Uh, Pete Pass is calling this Jimbo's buyout week. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Come on uh, back. Juice Heist. Yeah. Uh, Juice Heist says, with injuries, it's time for the young ones to step up. Agreed right there. Yep. Miller House says, I like our chances offensively, but I'm concerned on the defensive side with the missing injury pieces. I'm concerned. We've got the talent to fill in on where we're missing right. people on defense. So I'm not incredibly concerned. Do I think anybody there back there is as versatile as Keontae Scott? No. Mm-hmm. But can somebody play the role that he plays? Can we swap more guys out to get the same effect? Possibly. Possibly. You know, it's just we got some really good coaches in the defensive backfield. I think they can get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I I like our ability to fill in, especially in the DBs. We are thin at linebacker. That's uh, unmistakable. Uh, And the offensive line stuff, I am less concerned about the offensive line as other people. I think Cam Stutz has proven that why he has gotten the starting nod. He's definitely a difference maker, a leader up front with that unit. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do have some admirable uh, guards that we can fill in. Uh, I think the tackle position, I'd be a little more concerned if we had lost Dylan Wade Mm -hmm. or Gunnar Britton. Uh, But we've got some work that we definitely need to do 
as far as being able to stack, as you freeze talked about, the talent in some rooms so that we can weather those storms a little bit. But even if you stack the talent, you still don't just automatically get experience because it's just unlikely you're going to get experienced guys that want to come sit the bench so that you have more uh, depth. Right, right. It's just not a real thing. Yeah. Um, all right, last one here we're going to go with says, uh, Eric Montgomery says, could he also be speaking to the future, current slash future recruits? This is the message they are selling to recruits of bringing Auburn back to relevance and competing for championships. We need you. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I, he's always selling. We know that recruiting is at the top of his mind. You freeze is always selling. But I think the recruits are getting this message directly, not necessarily in the press conferences, because let all of them tell it. They're hearing from Hugh Freeze and or their position coaches every day, almost weekly, regularly. So they're getting told how much they're needed. I don't think he's necessarily doing the selling in the press conferences, but if he is, doesn't hurt. Yeah, I think that there is a potential that there's some messaging going on here about we still need talent. We're still in need of you to come in and help us bridge that talent gap. Uh, but. You know, I, right now, I think what he's doing is really just trying to say, hey, listen, we understand that we might not be the most talented team in this game. I get it. And, you know, we could get away with some stuff versus these other guys. These new these other teams aren't going to let us get away with that. Right. Those guys close a lot faster. They're stronger. They're this, they're that. So we've got our work cut out for us. And so and we understand what that work is that's ahead of us. Don't don't be fooled into thinking that we think that we don't have work ahead of us. We absolutely understand what the challenge is in front of us, and we're going to go out there and do what we need to do to get these young men prepared for a new reality, which is SEC play versus what we've been doing so far. Yeah. Drop!